This video was brought to you by Brilliant. Today, Germany and Italy fall out over migration, China appoints a new ambassador to Taliban-ruled Afghanistan, and Mexico's Congress holds a hearing on ancient aliens. From TLDR News, this is your daily briefing for Thursday the 14th of September. It's recently been announced that Germany has halted taking in migrants from Italy under a voluntary solidarity pact due to the currently high migratory pressure on Germany. Now, originally, Germany was meant to take in 3,500 asylum seekers who entered the EU via Italy, with the agreement they signed designed to ease the pressure on Italy's asylum system, as it's one of the main entry points that people use when crossing over the Mediterranean from North Africa. However, since this agreement was launched last June, Germany has only taken in 1,700 people before suspending its participation in the pact. With Germany's interior ministry citing Italy's continued suspension of Dublin extraditions as the main reason behind this decision. Now, this is in reference to the EU's so-called Dublin rules that state that the country which asylum seekers first enter the EU is responsible for the asylum claim and application. However, seemingly in violation of this, the Italian government informed its fellow EU member states back in December 2022 that it would no longer accept any returns of asylum seekers to Italy. In response, Hankan de Meer, a German MP for the ruling Social Democrats, said that if Italy refuses to accept returns under the Dublin Agreement, the Maloney government cannot expect Germany to proactively accept refugees from Italy. This is a wider issue, though, because so far this year, more than 120,000 irregular migrants have arrived in Italy by boat, significantly higher than the 65,500 that arrived during the same period last year. For Italian Prime Minister Giorgia Maloney, this is particularly embarrassing, given that she and her brother's Italy party came to power last year, having campaigned on stopping the boats. Germany is also seeing a rise in asylum numbers too, with 205,000 asylum seekers in the first eight months of this year, which is a 77% increase on last year. It is, however, considerably lower than the near 750,000 asylum applications made in Germany in 2016. As ever then, migration continues to be a tricky topic for European governments. Just last year, Italy and France had a significant falling out over the Italian government's refusal to allow an NGO's search and rescue ship carrying 234 migrants to dock in Italy. Now, EU ministers did manage to negotiate a migration deal this year with the aim of making the distribution of the asylum seekers fairer, but this does still need to be signed off by the European Parliament later this year. So these intra-EU disputes are likely to only continue. Now, there's more on the way, but be sure to subscribe and ring the bell to make the daily briefing part of your daily routine. Or just search for us in your podcast app of choice to listen along. Next up, China has become the first country to appoint a new ambassador to Afghanistan since the Taliban retook the country in August 2021, following the US and NATO forces' withdrawal. China's foreign ministry said that Zhao Zheng's appointment was part of the normal rotation of Chinese ambassadors to Afghanistan, adding that Beijing will continue advancing dialogue and cooperation with the country. Now, Mr. Zhao's predecessor was appointed ambassador before the Taliban took power in the country and maintained his role throughout, completing his tenure just last month. Now, a handful of other countries have also maintained a diplomatic presence in Afghanistan, and there are a number of other diplomats who hold the title of ambassador who have been in post since the Taliban returned. But appointing a new ambassador 
Well, that's something altogether new. Unsurprisingly, the Taliban welcomed the new Chinese ambassador in a palace ceremony and said that the appointment was a sign for other nations to come forward and do the same thing. Despite this, the Taliban government has still not been formally recognized by any foreign country, and even China hasn't indicated that this appointment is a move towards more formal recognition. Nevertheless, China has been increasing its cooperation with the Taliban in Afghanistan on things like economic collaboration and regional stability and development. For example, foreign ministers from China, Afghanistan and Pakistan met in May to boost trilateral ties. Let's move a bit closer to home, where in a major policy announcement this morning, the UK's opposition leader Keir Starmer claimed that if he won the next election, which right now looks likely, then he'll introduce a new law that would treat criminals involved in cross-channel people smuggling operations as terrorists. Additionally, Starmer has claimed that he would come to an agreement with the European Union, whereby the UK accepts a quota of asylum seekers. Although he hasn't yet been drawn on what that quota would be. Now, some have unsurprisingly criticised this plan as evidence that Labour's stance on Brexit is softening, as it does require closer collaboration with the EU. Speaking on Good Morning Britain, Starmer said that the first stage is how do you work with police forces across countries to ensure that you stop people getting into the boats in the first place and smash this vile trade. And that is about working here in Europol working across Europe to ensure that criminals are brought down and treated the same way that we treat terrorists. So that's stage one. Next up, this week, two non-human alien corpses have been displayed and shown to Mexican politicians. And that's because, like the US, Mexico is currently staging their own investigations into extraterrestrial phenomena. And it was as part of these investigations that we saw the glass display cabinets shown off. Now, these corpses are reportedly a thousand years old. And according to UFO researcher Jamie Musan, almost a third of their DNA is unknown and not part of our terrestrial evolution. He went on to claim that they'd been found in algae mines and subsequently became fossilized. And some people might be convinced by this logic, with members of the Mexican Congress visiting the site and claiming that it left them with thoughts and concerns, before adding that they'll continue talking about this. However, Massan hasn't always been shown to be the most reliable when talking about alien bodies. In 2015, he claimed that a mummified body he found in a lake was that of an alien, before it was subsequently discovered to be a human child. That's not the only reason that some are skeptical of these findings, though. Professor Brian Cox wrote on Twitter that his immediate response is that they are way too humanoid. It's very unlikely that an intelligent species that evolved on another planet would look like us. He also joked that a sample should be sent off to genetic testing firm 23andMe, and they'll tell you within 10 minutes whether they are aliens. Finally today, the Manchester Museum returned more than 170 artifacts that originally belonged to an indigenous group, with the collection including everyday objects such as dolls and baskets. Speaking about this, the Australian Commissioner to the United Kingdom, Stephen Smith, said that the return of these significant cultural heritage items is important for Australia's reconciliation process. Now, you just spent around eight minutes watching a video to help you learn more about the world around you. And 
That feels good, right? Well, that's the feeling you get from spending time learning and bettering yourself. And if you want to do this more, then we have good news. Long-term sponsor of the channel, Brilliant, are giving the first 200 people who click our link 20% off their annual premium subscription. Now, Brilliant is an interactive online learning platform which is full of all kinds of courses which can help you improve your career and further your understanding of the world. They have more than 100 courses on everything from predicting with probability to how technology works to the concept of infinity. And these may sound like topics you need to dedicate a lot of your time to, but you really don't. With Brilliant, you can master big concepts in as little as 15 minutes a day. And you can do this anywhere, anytime. You can find our link in the description to get that special offer. And as always, thanks for watching and thank you to Brilliant for supporting TLDR.